Uh, you'll head out of the maze with y'all's uh, eggs in tow. Uh, you see a bunch of other people carrying like a, you know, bundles of eggs in their arm. You see uh, Lay and a bunch of kids carrying a bunch of like the giant egg plushies, and they're all running off playing with them and not turning them into the return egg stuff. But really, no one is, um, because like you can keep them. No one says you have to. The sign says optional returning of of eggs. But they're cute little plushies. Um, you see a bunch of people kind of start like off in the distance um, going up the hill. You see people kind of navigating there as if, you know, events are going. Uh, y'all hear stuff going over the speakers, but y'all are kind of too far away from town to really clearly hear uh, what's being said. But y'all can kind of maybe assume that like it's an announcement to push y'all toward uh, the hill where everyone seems to be congregating. Hey, Astron. Yeah? You said earlier, don't eat the eggs. Were you talking about these plush eggs? Are you saying that the mayor eats these? Uh, no, you know what, Jacques? Here, put, you see that zipper on the back? Y yeah. Yeah, uh, unzip it, put your hand in there and take out one of the little, little pieces of candy. Uh, Jacques does so. Uh, a bunch of candy starts kind of pouring out a bit. Uh, it's a lot of candy. Jacques tries to like fumble to stop it from spilling out and get only one piece of candy. <laughs> uh, and I think he winds up with like a handful of the leftovers that fell on the ground and has like zipped it up and just gets the stuff that he dropped. Yeah, it's like, okay, and yeah, uh, you should you should totally eat one. And she kind of gets really close uh, to Charlene, big grin on her face like, this is going to be good. <laughs> just whispering. Um, do you want to try one as well? Carolina? I'd love to try one. And she puts her hand out. A hand to one? Yeah. Charlene? No, no, don't, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Astrid's just like doing like hand motions, kind of like, don't, don't, don't. Sure. Oh. She puts her hand out for one. And she's totally not going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want one, Jeffy? Uh... <laughs> Hold on, I wasn't expecting Jeffy to be at the scene. Um, yep, just how to, how to just naming how, NPCs. How to randomly throw an extra PC in the mix? Yeah, so uh, Jeffrey's kind of like you know walking past y'all with um, not with any group, just like with the just the general crowd. Uh, he goes, "Fuck! Oh, a piece of candy!" And he you know takes a piece of candy from you. Do you want some candy? Uh, hey, you got one. I get one too. 
she she come comes over uh, as you call her waving like what's this about candy oh no i'm good she just stands there staring expectantly waiting to see who's going to eat candy I really just want this to be like a Cadbury egg that is white chocolate and filled with like a caramely yolk that tastes like egg. That's all I want. I'm, I'm, I know that I'm being a little bit mean because I'm basically just throwing Xander as many voices to have to do in succession. Uh, it's been so long since I played most of them. <laughs> um, but the next one I was about to do, I was like, oh, Mayor Kurtz, would you like one? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> If you wanted some Which, mic peaks, you got some mic peaks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did as well. But like, you know, the mystery of where's the mayor gone? If we suddenly like, she just want an egg and he's back. He's just here. Um, he's here for the festival. <laughs> he's here for these eggs. <laughs> he's here for these eggs. They are his favorite. At this point, um, Jacques is going to just pop one of the candies in his mouth. Um, okay, you do so. Um, both Jeffrey follows after you. Same with... Carolina, uh, putting it under her mask. Uh, eat these candies, and you each have a different reaction to it. Uh, Jeffrey, knowing uh, what this candy is and stuff, puts it in his mouth and immediately spits it out. <laughs> oh, I really like those candies. They're really good. <laughs> Thank you. And he starts like backing away and leaving as like his face is kind of more pale. Carolina just... You just hear whirring, clunking sounds. <laughs> and you just see like the a chewed up piece of candy just kind of fall from her her the behind her mask onto the ground. She's kind of frozen for a moment. Um <laughs> Rob. So these candies are are very special. They're not just regular candies, they are candies made from deviled eggs. What they do is create a unique flavor for every person. And it's not the same, but it's always awful. Because what it does is it triggers a memory for you. And not a not a happy one. Um, you can determine how what this memory is, but it's uh, it's not a good memory. It could be a sour memory. It could be kind of like a, a memory of like you getting hurt. It could be whatever. Um, but that's what it tastes like. It tastes like that that bitter memory that whatever comes to mind. Jacques had a childhood friend called Vesela, um, who was the daughter of one of the people who lived on the same street as him. Um, and they used to play when they were kids. Jacques, Jacques has not thought about Vesela in years, um, but at this moment he is remembering a time when they were kids um, where Vesela played a prank on him. Um, Vesela handed him a juice box uh, that was like pineapple juice, um, but Vesela had replaced the straw with, and I think, I don't know if you guys have those over in the US, but it basically they're like dipper straws. So the straw has little beads in it of like strawberry flavoring. And the oh, point you okay. do with them is you put them in 
um, milk and then you have strawberry milk, like you suck the milk through the strawberry beads and you have strawberry milk, except that Vasella had handed to Jacques a pineapple juice with these strawberry beads in it. And it was the single worst thing that Jacques had ever tasted. And in fact, it's the single worst thing Rob has ever tasted. This is based on a true story. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's the taste that Jacques gets. And it's such a long-held memory that I think it takes him a moment to even spit out the candy because he's trying to place it. Like, it's familiar horrible. And he's trying to remember why he, why, why this horrible taste is familiar before he spits out the candy. And then he does as well. Okay, yeah. So all three of us, and this all happens within like this, this moment, right? Pop, candy pops in like second or two, late, everyone kind of spits it out. Um, Ashton is just kind of, chuckling um jeffrey is just kind of like scraping his tongue with his upper teeth just like uh but there's a smile on his face uh as he's doing it um you can't really see the smile with uh carolina but you can sense the radiation of, of like you know that that even though this was gross and probably unsettling um it's good uh how does Jacques feel after experiencing this this memory that, you know, is not particularly a good memory or, or a happy memory, but a little soury sure. memory? I think Jacques is Jacques is more caught up in the nostalgia because I don't think he's thought about Vasella in years. Like um, and so he's sort of like <laughs> his I think his response out loud is something like, you know, oh, that's funny. I haven't thought about her in years. Um, hey, Astra. <laughs> Yes, Jacques. <laughs> that was awful. It's it really is. <laughs> uh, she's just giggling. She's having a, a hysterical fit. I think um, Jacques, um, while she is laughing, Jacques um, has one in his hand and he just tries to lob it in her mouth. Okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. You all are going to regret it if this makes it. Um, okay, I need you. So we're going to do something I'm a bit different. My, I'm getting up my drive to get my stats up to see if it's... Okay. So we're going to try something a little different. I'm going to um, tell you the number you need to reach to get this into... Um, get this candy, you know, all net, right? Uh, this, I think... So tell me about Jacques past a bit like has Jacques done anything like sports or anything that could I don't know contribute into being good at throwing things like did you do wastebasket basketball in the uh, office no Jacques fenced um, hence why he is very good with his um, umbrella um, okay. that's a modified so then, noble trait so he he he's a Dexy boy but he was not a sporty boy not a sporty boy okay well then uh, you have to roll. What are what are your dice? For, um, for de uh, this will be uh, Dex and Spirit. Uh, that's a six and an eight. Okay, so you have to roll um, above a nine. I feel like that's doable, uh, and that's also like pretty high for Ryutama charts. Um, I th that's an eleven. Eleven already. So you toss this real quick, right? You you're just like hmm, whoop. And as she's laughing, she's just like looking up, going, just laughing and just right down instantly swallows it. And you all see her her laugh just stop. 
and her and after a second or two she just starts coughing coughs up the the candy right she spits it out uh and she looks mad <laughs> she is very mad um Jacques starts running up the hill through the crowd to try and get away Charlene like loops an arm with Astrin as soon as you try she she flinches back and looks like she's about to punch she's like I I gotta go I gotta go I gotta and she just runs off uh she is clearly very upset after shock um, or like away from people oh away from shock she's she's running com- in a completely different she's just running kind of away from everything at the moment um because she just put her through a memory that isn't happy. <laughs> I so. better go find her. We'll meet you guys at the cauldron, I guess. Okay, bye. I will go find Jacques. Because because Caroline's the only one still there with you. <laughs> bye, Charlene. Till I stress this <laughs> But uh, you, um, Charlene, you chase after Astrin. Um. Y'all meet up and uh, so you follow her and y'all are uh, she's like running. How are you chasing? Are you kind of just walking or are you trying to sprint to try to catch up? How are you pursuing uh, Astrid? I'm keeping Astrid in sight. I don't know that I'm sprinting, but I'm kind of like moving through the crowd. Um, There's not a thick crowd, right? Like so there's like the crowd kind of off in a bit of the distance. Some are kind of, you know, near where y'all were standing as y'all were close to the hill. Y'all are getting further on the hill um Astrid kind of turns a corner around the hedge maze that y'all are at getting you know a little bit out of sight but as you uh turn the corner you see her just kind of sitting back up uh, against the you know the hedge wall uh her knees up and her head you know between them but y'all are isolated and alone no one's in sight uh where y'all are currently at Carlene comes up maybe about 10 feet in front of Astrin. Is the seat taken? <gasps> no. Um, <sighs> I'm... You don't have to talk about it. It's okay. I'll just sit here with you. Um, as you sit down next to her, she, you know, leans over, puts her head on your shoulder and just kind of cries. You know, just kind of sit there for several minutes um, till the crying kind of subsides and uh, you hear her kind of laugh as she just kind of mumbles big strong arms you're gonna make me cry you horrible <laughs> monster <laughs> it's, I'm very good at the sad um, she kind of chuckles a little bit and kind of goes like I'm sorry I, I'm I didn't I'm sorry about it. and she kind of like holds up a, a fist you know the kind of play like a play fighting kind of fisticuffs like I'm sorry I I try to kick your ass <laughs> um you know she's wiping away her her tears you know trying to cheer up she's she's smiling a bit again but you know it's that kind of sombery smile you know I don't know what it's like to eat that candy but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like it either so thank you for the warning and anytime you need to cry my shoulder's here for you 
I'm your girlfriend. That's... Comes with the territory. What Jock did was not nice. But, we'll deal with that later. Right now, it's just us. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> well, as oh. long as you're okay if I pull you off before you actually do any harm. Or put you both to sleep. That could work. What? <laughs> oh, I have a sleep spell. I make people go to sleep whenever they get too violent. How come you? How she just like like part? She just looks a little dumbfounded for a second. It's like if you can put people to why is Noelle in charge of the sleeping festival? She is so loud. Because I was busy covering it for the paper, and I don't really like event planning. Nobody listens to me except during town hall meetings. <laughs> with, with, with that, she just starts. Uh, laughing um you know just have kind of like small like little nonsense conversations for a while it's very <laughs> sweet very cute um y'all cheer up uh y'all kind of she y'all kind of joke about a, a plan to get back at Jacques in the future um which we'll do details later i feel like that'll be a good date thing <laughs> prank Jacques. um so I, I do have a question for you, Jazz. Uh, yeah. So you do have this piece of candy in your mouth. Um, no. Are, are not, I'm sorry, in your hand. <laughs> you still have a piece of this candy. Um, I want to know if you're going to th just throw it away or if you're going to keep it in your inventory or if you're going to. Or if something, right? I don't. She trusts Astron. Well, they sit there and they, they kind of come back to that like relieved laughing after a really good cry um charlene pulls out the piece of candy that jacques handed her and said i didn't take this because i trust what you said but what does it taste like why does everybody keep spitting them out she she looks like she's contemplating like how to phrase this how do i phrase um you know when you, you know when you walk by uh, the town hall and you get that big whiff of the the bakery and like the the gross smelling like uh, plants that Mayor Kirsch just never cut. He thought they smelled really they smell really bad, but like it triggers a memory, and you like that smell just hit and you just get lost in that memory for a moment. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like that, but awful. Oh. They're never good memories. Wait, the candies trigger memories? What? Yeah, uh, uh, so it tastes like a memory, and they're, they're different every time. The, the, sometimes they're the, it depends on the per. I would say it's worth trying, but I, when you're ready, it's... It's not a candy to take lightly. I don't know why Kurtz eats so much. <laughs> Maybe Kurtz doesn't have any bad memories. Charlene takes another look at it, and she looks over at Astrin. So what you're saying is, I should have you next to me if I take it. She, she has kind of like a, not a full smile, but like, like a soft smile that seems to, radiate a light 
like an at like there is actual light radiating <laughs> around her at this point uh for for just a brief moment uh the smile still stays but the light subsides um a little bit i i'd like that though okay um i think i'd prefer to hear about a good memory of yours <laughs> me too i think i'll save this for a day when I'm ready for it. And she kind of tucks it in one of her pockets in her satchel. We we cut away. So as Jacques and Carolina get to the top of the hill with a bunch of with with a large crowd, right? Like this crowd is like covering the whole hill all around. Um Charlene and Ashton are having their conversation, though on in the church. Um, on one of the high balconies that overlooks um, the fl- the the heart tree, with all its cute heart flowers, um, where everyone's setting up around a cauldron and seeing um, two two people are looking down. Uh, one is a tall individual; the other is very short and squat. I mean, she's she's never early. She's never late. Late, just. Always at the most inconvenient time for us. <laughs> oh, calm down, friend. She'll be here. So now that the hunt is over, she should be showing up soon, right? I don't, I don't see her yet. Gretchen, do you... Ooh, look at that balloon over there. See how red and shiny it is? Hey, Gretchen, look at that balloon. <laughs> that is a red balloon. Might steal that later. <laughs> uh, uh, I love festivals. There's so much to do and so much to see and so much to take. So many opportunities in back alleys. <laughs> Would you like another roasted nut, Hannah? Ooh, yes, Gretchen. Oh, these the big, the big ones that look like extra big walnuts those are my favorite the the way that the sugar just gets right inside all the crevices yeah this is thank you this is my favorite i like the pistachios they're most aerodynamic here watch me hit that little kid down there got him (laughs) and look he threw down that that deviled egg stuffy that he found in the maze (laughs) good one cretin We'll go get that later as well. We can start a collection. Yes, yes. Now, do do you see her in the crowd anywhere? No, no, I I don't. I don't see her. I don't see the people that have been hanging around her. I like that. I like that lanky one. I spoke to him before. He he's naive. <laughs> Yeah, and and that other girl that hangs around, you know, the the one that sometimes does the magic things. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the times that I've seen her around, she just, she wears the most awful clothes, you know? Like, I I wear, fan- I have a fantastic sense of fashion. I wear this dress very well, but... <laughs> you do. She, she just, she just wears the most odd things, you know? And it just, I mean... A little bit easier spot sometimes, but ugh, her fashion sense is 
awful. You think that she would be more subtle, given she's trying to hide out in this town. You know, go unnoticed. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of... But I mean, if we were able to find her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, she's not trying very hard. But speaking of people standing out in a crowd, look over there by that tree. You see that ostentatious man? It's a paladin lieutenant, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, yes, I'll. <laughs> I've seen him around a bit. But who's that person with him? Can you scout with your your two strong eyes? Can you spot out who that is? <laughs> uh, you mean my strong binoculars? Yes, let me. Um, yes, uh, ah, balloon in the way again. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, there's there's Isle. He's he's doing a card trick. I don't know why he's doing a card. Uh, next to him. <laughs> oh, you won't believe who it is. I won't? Yes. I won't, I won't believe it? You should guess. It'll be a game. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's that mayor guy that liked the eggs. No, we got rid of him. Oh, right, right. It's, um... That short dwarf was always hanging out at the mine. No, I made sure he wasn't here today either. He's off drinking. Hmm, well, then... It's gotta be that school teacher. Yes, she always seems so suspicious. No, she's the one holding the balloon, stupid teacher. No, <laughs> it's none other than the Paladin General. Gritton, are you saying the Paladin General is here? In this yes. town! For this <laughs> festival! If I didn't see him with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it, but yes, it's the Paladin General. Well, I think... Hmm... I think maybe we should cause some crime in his vicinity. What do you think? Cream pie to the face? <laughs> Clothespins on his back jacket? You're thinking too small. What are you thinking, Gretchen, my friend? Hannah, how long have we been doing this? We've built whole railroads for crime. We could at least take his wallet. <laughs> I like the way you think, Gretchen. That's why <laughs> we're such good buddies. On the job only, Very you understand. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do crime. Uh, all four of you now with Jeffrey and Noel and several of, you know, our other friends are all gathered around along with many strangers and many other residents y'all, you know, recognize, but never really, uh, had the chance to really have a true conversation with, uh, during the weeks y'all have lived in heartbeats. Uh, everyone is just gathered. The, uh, heart tree is big and blooming and looks beautiful. Uh, all the little heart flowers around everyone is kind of being really cautious about stepping around them, even though they're just flooding the hill and some of them have been stepped on. But you see people being respectful, at least especially around the bigger tree. Um, you see next to the church um, bitways is this big, giant cauldron filled to the brim with like this leafy, herby substance. 
and you have the acting mayor, uh, Mr. Stem, uh, giving uh, a you know a, a general speech of thanking everyone for coming, how amazing it is for everybody to come here, and that you know this festival has done an amazing job uh, this year. Uh, there have been only a handful of hiccups, you know, he jokes about like some of the, like the food getting spilled and like one thing that happened earlier in the day and, you know, stuff. And a few people are chuckling who like were there or who've heard about it. Um, he, he congratulates all like the winners of like some of the, the bigger games, you know, um, for like the food eating contest, the, the tilt a whirl, um, contest where it's like how fast can, you know, you spin without getting sick, uh, silly games. It goes on to the the big finale where it is time to light the cauldron uh, as he, you know, raises his hand and, you know, fist up in the air. Um, you see Lieutenant Bloodmont behind him also. And you do see another man who's just kind of well dressed, but he is wearing uh, a mask as well, though it is not it is not like the ones um lieutenant bloodmont or carolina are wearing like they wear like a white mask with some intricate designs on them very sparse uh this one is just a solid like blue mask no real facial features no eye holes just a a weird flat round mask and the two are just standing kind of behind uh stem and announcing who is about to light the cauldron um though as this speech and conversation and stuff is happening um do y'all have anything y'all want to say or talk about during the scene or? Again, I'm really sorry, Astrid. I look, it was a bad call on my part and I know you're going to kick my ass at some point about it. And that's fair. I accept it, but I do want you to know that I am sorry. She said she forgave you the first three th times, Jacques. I think now is the time to listen to what STEM is saying. I don't think I ever want to listen to what Stem said, so I'm just going to take this time, Charlene, to reiterate again, Astron, I'm so sorry. Jock? I mean, yeah. you can keep apologizing, because I... Do we really want to listen to this? Yeah. I oh. want to know what happens next, because they're about to light the cauldron. About to, yes! And, you know, you see Astron getting really excited, really jumpy. I forgot that you have to report on this, Charlene. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll shush up. I don't know if that's like a backhanded Southern compliment kind of thing where it's like no reporting has been done this whole time. It's like, oh, I know you're totally doing this. It was not intended as that, but take it if you will. Stim, Stim is about to announce the winner takes a pause for dramatic effect. And the person who gets to light it, he claims is Damien Miki. Uh, Casper and Casper's uh, little son who we've met earlier who gave y'all the death glare while riding on uh, Lay's uh, back, you know, being carried. And so you see Lay still carrying uh, Damon uh, and she helps Damon hold the flaming torch that Stim just casually hands to the kid. Like, this is a normal thing to hand a child. Um, and they go over to the cauldron and everyone starts counting down as y'all see like the sun slowly hitting the right the horizon like going behind the trees off in the distance 
And as like it slowly, slowly gets there, everyone starts counting down. Ten, nine, eight, eight seven. seven. It goes all the way to one. As soon as one goes, the sun is halfway in. The fire gets lit with Damon go like going, Wah! you know, making noises, just screaming as everyone is also just cheering loud noises and the smoke catches first it starts off as a as kind of a normal burning smell and the the smoke that comes up is gray though as the fire gets bigger the smell becomes how can i describe this smell the smell is like if you just woken up on a fresh morning day after having a good dream you just feel so relaxed so refreshed everyone in the crowd goes from cheering to being real mellow real chill and everyone's just basking in the the scent as the smoke is just rising in a pillar and it starts twisting the gray becomes a uh, blue in more cerulean and just various shades of blue as it reaches high high up into the sky Hitting the clouds and dispersing through them. The cloud that it hits turning blue. The colors start changing from the bottom, swirling with red and yellow and green. Bunch of colors just starting swirling with the blue. And that's when y'all hear it. Music. Loud music getting louder and louder. Coming from high above. And y'all see them cascade many dozens hundreds of them giant flying whales of various colors just swimming through the air just going up and down as they come down below the waves like these these things these whales are are tl's perspective upside down as they're jumping out of these these clouds and jumping back in as if they're swimming through the clouds and jumping through you hear just the sounds they make don't sound like what you would expect a whale or an animal these sound like instruments and melodies you hear you believe you hear voices and just singing though clearly there there is no words being spoken but the the sounds resonate you and bring up you know memories and feelings and everything is just probably really amazing right now uh, everything is really cool and as you see the whales come down you see a handful of them get down closer and closer as this you know whales are coming closer and closer to the hill and a handful of them get so close that some of you see some of the kids trying to jump and reach them though they are still good bits above the tree but they feel like you can just reach out and touch them and as they get closer you see the trees that they pass by and flow over start changing in colors, going from green to the, the very tips of these leaves, getting various different colors, little reds and oranges and yellows, some a little blue. Um, even the heart tree, the edges around each of the heart leaves are kind of changing colors, each individual one having a different hue around the edges as they slowly creep into the center, but, but stop about maybe a good few centimeters in. And these whales soon fade off into the distance. And fall has finally begun in heartbeats.
Hey friend, thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That was a good time, huh? We have more fun times on Patreon, which contains bonus content and helps to support the show. You can find it at patreon.com heartbeatscast. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at heartbeatscast. You can find our ingenious storyteller Xander at adeptxander. You can find the effervescent jazz at orange like jazz. And I post pictures of my dogs at potentiallyrob. Hope you have a lovely week. Bye, friend.